Hello and welcome once again to Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave. This is uh, Phil speaking tonight. We have coming off of Dave's Shelf, the 2014 movie Fury, starring Brad Pitt. Dave, how the heck are you doing? Why this movie? Why now? I'm doing great, Phil. Uh, I watched this movie uh, just a little while ago, for just randomly. And I said, why not I just make this my movie, save myself some time. Uh, we'll just choose this one. Uh, but the reason why I stuck with that decision was, A, a familiar face with Logan Lerman. Yeah. Which I hadn't realized was in this, so I wouldn't have made that connection had we not watched Perks of a Being of Wallflower. Mm-hmm. And I thought, interesting kind of cast or characters to talk about so i thought there was something for if the movie not necessarily good or bad but was had some key some good discussion points uh, of what the movie tried to do what it did well what it didn't do well so i thought you know what we haven't really done a war movie have we no i mean we did uh, we did the war of hearts um, hearts war <laughs> yeah hearts war, yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's disrespectful, or it's going to be funny. I don't know. I think you like that one. Yeah, but seven, I, think. I wouldn't put that in the uh, in the in the war film category. Uh, yeah. This I think is, is the first one that we'd put in that for sure. Yeah, a little, a little more action, but does have a, a story that it's trying to drive home. Means of a tank. So mm-hmm. I said. So I thought, why not? Again, I've watched it. This is probably my third watch of the movie. Came out in 2014, uh, uh, directed by I'm not too familiar with Ad. I think David Ayer, I believe. David but, Ayer, yeah, yep. yeah, he's done a couple of things. But what are your initial thoughts? What did you think of said film, Fury? And um, yeah, love it, hate it, average. Oh, I don't want to hate it. I really am trying not to hate it, actually. Um, but there, there, the things that I don't like about it, I really don't like about it. Um, and as a result, it kind of paints a, uh, it leaves me a, a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. I had hoped, you know, from the opening shots, I was like, okay, well, this is a movie that looks good. You know, like I can sort of bank on that. And I thought, uh, generally speaking, I thought it was shot, shot well. Um, but as soon as people start talking, I started to lose a little bit because I don't think that they're saying anything. Um, and then the action sequences happen. And again, pretty to look at, maybe pretty is the wrong term, but, but you know, like, like good looking, you know, filmmaking yeah. in there. Yeah. But uh, again, kind of left me a little hollow. And then uh, an ending that honestly just sucks as far as I'm concerned. Now, we can get into all of that, but but each of those points, I was like, you know, I'm not hating it. I'm not like sort of like disgusted by it, repulsed by it. I'm not trying to, you know, I didn't want to necessarily turn it off. Um, but I found by the end, I really wasn't really enjoying it. You know, like I was sort of like, okay, well, I guess I have to finish this. And then when the ending came, I really kind of got like a, a punch in the face and just thought like, ah, Jesus. Okay. So we can get into all of that, but that was my initial thing. You're saying you watched it a few times. Uh, what were your, uh, I've never seen this movie before. So w- if you can dig back into your uh, 2014 brain, uh, what were your, your feelings upon watching it that led it not only to be on the shelf, but also to sort of revisit it a couple of different times? Is this, a, is this an Ad Astra kind of situation where you're just like looking at Brad Pitt's uh, loving eyes or... or- <laughs> Something uh, deeper rooted. A um, little bit of both, A and B. Uh, I can honestly say I do prefer Ad Astra as a movie, uh, as a Brad Pitt movie, or just a movie in general. It definitely okay. doesn't have, it doesn't leave me the way, I, um, feeling the way I, I feel watching Ad Astra. Ad Astra, I want to go back to it. Uh, Fury, I don't really want to go back to for those reasons whatsoever. Um, I like th- what the undertones are of Ad Astra, right? I like the, how sure. it really is just a story of a, of a father and son. That's what yeah. brings me back. Nothing about this script <laughs> or soundtrack even. Uh, yeah. Like Ad Astra, I, I download the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. It really gets me, um, I love it. I just love it. So sure. those things don't get me coming back to Fury. I, I think it's Atmos friendly. 
um, those scenes kind of elevate it. Uh, I, I mean, not a great script. Uh, so I kind of go back to it and I try to find things to like about it more. But sure. you have some good points in saying there's definitely, I mean, there's more plot devices in this, this movie than tanks. Uh, in my in my opinion, having watched it a third time, they're more glaring that I've watched it now three sure. times. I can really point them out. Uh, and again, I don't know how soon I'll go back to this movie again. So I, I didn't like it. It didn't. I didn't like it any more this time than I liked it. I liked it the first time because it's new, right? You still have that new kind. Of, this is a new new movie. Uh, it's got some cool shots in it. I like some things about it. Okay, cool. And then you watch it yeah. a second time. It's like okay. I've watched this before. Oh, those are the cool scenes. Okay, these are those scenes. Like, uh, and then the third time's like, okay, well, I've seen it three times now. Uh, there's no surprises here. Uh, and now the, the I'm noticing the writing and the script are, are a little more. I'm noticing more flaws in it and more weaknesses in it. I'm like, oh, okay, so uh, you know, it it's starting to lose its charm. Uh, at, at most, cannot get me probably to a sixth, seventh watch. So that's uh, kind that's of interesting. That's kind of interesting to me because we've talked, you know, part of the uh, part of the ambition of this project is to sort of revisit uh, movies from the past on some level, whether they're recent past or or uh, far, far, far back in our pasts. Um, uh, the mission, in some ways, is to reassess, right? And and what's been interesting to me, and we've kind of talked a little bit about it last week or the week before, which was you know, movies that depreciate over time and movies that appreciate over time, right? So again, you see the movie at 12, it means something different than when you see it at 40 and sometimes it's better for it and other times maybe it's uh, not quite, you know? And I, I got a feeling that, you know, this may have been one that, um, you know, to your point, even just in, in seven years or so has depreciated uh, uh, on some level, as you said, like kind of uh, each time you return to it, you kind of get uh, diminishing results, um, mm -hmm. and I, and you, you kind of referenced last week as well. And for a few weeks, this sort of, well, I'm kind of waiting to get to the thing, you know, you're sort of, you know, and I, I kind of was watching this movie thinking, well, this seems to be a movie that's right up that alley where mm -hmm. it's sort of like, blah, 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 but give me this other thing, you know, give me the, yeah. the battle sequence or, or, or give me the, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the sort of plot, you know, moments as it were, um, and because, you know, for the first time, really, even though I've never seen this movie, I was a little bit like, get get me to the thing, you know, whatever this thing is going to be. And what I think is interesting as well uh, is when we spoke about Unbreakable, you know, that's a movie that it was we both were. Well, I was sort of saying, like, give me something like I'm waiting for something to happen. And then when it finally did, it was such a to me anyway, it kind of felt a little bit of a thud. Uh, uh, in terms of its payoff. But I liked that it was hung around a story or at least a character that is struggling with something. You know, that there is something about, in that case, Willis and his sort of downtroddenness, right? Like, again, trying to find his place in the world and all of that. And that, even though as a movie I didn't find necessarily compelling, I found the character more, you know, at least something to connect to. And I found that mm -hmm. a little compelling. You know, I wish that it pay, paid off a little better and had been maybe performed a little more, you know, with a little more uh, excitement, let's say. But I thought his his performance generally was pretty good for playing that kind of character. And I think my issue with this movie, I, I don't know why I compared the two other than just I was waiting for something to pay off, was that Pitt's character, I don't think has any, and I, I, it really breaks my heart to say it, has any of the 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 things I liked about Bruce Willis and Unbreakable, I didn't connect to him, Brad Pitt, because there isn't that character to hang the, give me the moment. And I found that about all of these guys, when it kind of reaches its, its, you know, kind of ultimate moment, I found like, well, I don't, I'm not feeling what I think I'm supposed to be feeling. And maybe I'm dead inside. You know, I haven't really, <laughs> I haven't really, I haven't put that, I haven't ruled that out. Okay. We can assess that. We can assess yeah. that. You know that that may be the other project that this <laughs> the unintended quality the unintended, unintended consequence of this podcast maybe to reveal that I I, I am broken <laughs> but um, but yeah so that's kind of my feeling around it I was really disappointed actually that it didn't because it hits the tropes 
Right. And, and obviously we're going to get into the into the movies, but I uh, into the characters and so forth. But I, I feel like this movie kind of hits the tropes, but doesn't do it with any uh, uh, real passion. Let's say mm-hmm. well made, pretty to look at performances. Pretty good. I was happy to your point. I had no idea that uh, Logan Lerman was in this movie. But when I saw his eyes and I was like, I know that kid. I like him. Like, you know, he's he's an actor I, I really liked in, in Perks. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great. And I think he's good in this. Um, I don't think he's given a lot to do. You know, I think that's the sort of problem with it. But generally, I think he's, he's doing well with what he's got. Um, so we can reverse a little bit. What uh, what are your thoughts of the direction you know obviously we said david Ayer, like he's made movies that don't particularly appeal to me i never saw uh i didn't see all of u571 but like stuff like swat and things of that nature he did the the suicide squad not the most recent one but the other suicide squad uh from a few years ago which i happened to see um you know just not a filmmaker that jumps out you know as to me uh did you find that you know pleasure in that uh, I would say it wasn't one of the things I disliked about the film. I don't think it it uh, it held back the film. I think it was, um, I mean, it, w- it would have been nice if it had a little bit more support, uh, sure. the direction. I thought that it had action when it needed uh, some action. It has mm-hmm. some pauses and some dialogue where it was uh, nice. I just wa- wanted better dialogue when those op- opportunities arose. Yeah. And I like the, I mean... We can talk about the ending. Yeah, I'm, and I do apologize if you thought there was going to be a payoff. This is not one of my payoff movies, unfortunately. <laughs> um, if you had combined this with, since we were talking about Unbreakable, if you would have given me these action sequences or these spikes uh, uh-huh. in Unbreakable, I think that's what would have made Unbreakable a better, uh, Unbreakable a better movie, having a little bit more um, heightened action at certain points to keep the audience interested. It would have been strange. It would have been strange. It would have been strange to have a tank in Philadelphia. But I do. I get where you're. <laughs> uh, these days, you you never yeah, know, right? That's right. Uh, but yeah, but I. There again, definitely not a payoff. I have mixed feelings about the ending of this movie in general. But I don't think the direction uh, and the and, um, of the movie, like how it was directed, I thought there were some really cool shots. I think the movie never uh, what flowed forward. Um, uh, good good scenes like i thought that was fine i didn't really yeah. i mean i need not to a point where i like it's like oh i don't like how this is going like i don't like these scenes or this shot i don't like it. i mean it could have been better yeah and i can't really say specifically what it was but i mean i was really taken by the tank action scenes i don't know again again at most just having those bullets whiz by yeah uh, and the shots uh of the smoke in the distance and things like that. I think that was well done. Uh, mm-hmm. It just didn't have enough around it to really make it a complete film. And you're right about the characters, though they all have a character and they're all unique and they all do play it well. They performance wise, I, I would say to a certain extent, but I'm not feeling it either. Like I'm not, I felt Bruce Willis and that, that takes a, a lot for you to say that you preferred Bruce Willis's performance versus a Brad Pitt performance. So, again, Brad Pitt has definitely done better work. Is he a victim of just a bad script? Um, I don't know. This, I think he well, produced this movie, if I'm not mistaken. He did. I he, yeah. yeah, he did. He was, he was involved in it. I think, you know, when I say performance, it's tough to compare the two. All I just mean to yeah. say is I, I don't think Brad Pitt did a bad performance in this. In fact, I don't think anybody did a bad performance. I think that the moments we're supposed to feel for him I don't. Whereas I thought Willis created and, and, and Shyamalan created a character that was maybe easier to connect with so that when Willis is looking downtrodden and broken, I can uh, kind of get that maybe more than Pitt scenes where he sort of just goes off and smolders, you know, for, for a few minutes, you know, or, you know, hides in a, in a, in a corner to sort of emote, you know, uh, I found mm-hmm. those not to be, all that compelling, you know, I get what they're trying to say with it. Obviously this guy who's got to stay the sort of gruff exterior and sort of is, is slowly, uh, you know, taking his moments, let's say to sort of grieve or, or, or reassess, you know, his, his choices. I think that those are all valid. I wanted more of them, right. I want to feel Mm -hmm. the pathos, you know, I want to feel, you know, if he's putting on that demeanor for his crew and for, you know, anyone else around him, he's also then theoretically putting that on for his audience. And 
I, you know, again, I, I watch a lot of movies to connect, man, you know, and, and, uh, and they don't have to be likable either. Like, you know, there are movies that I, I connect with that have despicable characters in it. So it doesn't have to be, they don't have to be all be heroes. You know, I don't mind yeah. a little uh, uh, ambiguity in their characterizations, but I do want to feel like I can connect on some level. And I thought this movie structurally, like you mentioned, I think there's nothing really structurally wrong with this movie. You know, it kind of hits the beats. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, we talked a little bit, I guess, uh, you know, now we say that about a war movie. We did do uh, 1917. And uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and this yeah. this kind of reminded me a little bit of that somewhat anyway of that structure, which was sort of uh, you know these little battle sequences in this case, and in that case, it's more of uh, you know it's a different type of scene, but that sort of like blah 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 action sequence, blah 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 action sequence, you know, and then kind of finale payoff thing. Um, so I don't think structurally this movie has a problem. I just think it's the delivery of those don't really hit, and so each moment that they're trying to sort of connect uh it just sort of misses the mark yeah i think it has the pieces to be a good movie mm-hmm. and these these are good actors now i'm not a huge fan of of michael pena um uh, sure. never really have been um yeah. john bernthal i think this that's a good role for him i think again just mm-hmm. sc- scrapes the surface of it though unfortunately it just doesn't get too deep in anything and you just can't connect it it almost feels like it's their stories are too obvious or too stereotypical or, uh, and they just, they just try too hard to, to just fit that in there. And then, okay, I'm this character and this is what I'm like. And here it is. I'm just going to see, I'm saying it. That's, I know. And that's make, makes me that person. It just, it glossed over it. Just didn't give us the time maybe, or they rushed to it and they kind of just put it in our face. Okay. I'm this, he's the Sheila buff. He's the, the religious one and does this. Yeah. Logan Lerman's the young guy who does uh, hasn't killed anyone who doesn't want to kill anyone. And then yes. uh, of course Brad Pitt. He's uh, he's been around. He's seen some stuff and he's the, clearly the leader and leads a certain way. But we don't really. It doesn't get into it enough to make that connection. Uh, these yeah. guys they've all been together for a period of time and they glaze over that. Oh, we were in Africa. We were this, but yeah. it just just not enough meat for me just to, to make that connection i really want to and same as you i'm in it i'm in it in this to make those connections and i don't want to have to force it there's some movies where i'm i'm adding things in my mind to kind of <laughs> add connect the dots and i don't i do, don't really do it for this movie because i don't know where to start maybe <laughs> that's why yeah i think that's fair i think you know i like shia labeouf as an actor you know i think he's yeah. actually i think he's a bit crazy you know in real life maybe but in terms of performances, I think he's great. I think he makes questionable choices. He makes movies that I wouldn't necessarily like. But I watched years and years ago a, a, a documentary called Project Greenlight, and they made a movie. Uh, Project uh, uh, the second season was a was a movie called The Battle for Shaker Heights, and they cast him. and It's sort of a reality show based around the idea of like making this independent, you know, million dollar movie, and. I was like, this guy's electric. And he had the, at the time of the movie that, that I can't remember when it came out, but he was pretty young, right? It was like a pretty early role for him. And I was like, this guy is electric. He's a young kid that he's just killing it. And then he should, did a, a couple of the movies. And I was like, I like this guy. And he kind of deviated. Like I said, he doesn't make a lot of movies that I like, but I like him in this. Like, again, but I agree with you. It's, it's just one note. It's just sort of like, there's no character. It's just, you're this guy. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, Barenthal, you know, I, I saw him in The Walking Dead uh, a lot. And I think, again, I think he's well cast for this kind of brute type of yeah. uh, soldier. But that's all you get from him. And he is so far, in that performance in particular, it's like a good performance, but it's so over the top uh, at the beginning. He's such an asshole, you know, like he's such a monster frankly, you know, uh, they project him as such, right? Like he's, he's aggressive and he's intense and he's sort of violent and he's all those things. And then he kind of, they try and give him this sort of soft moment, you know, about midway to two thirds of the way through the movie. And I'm just like, I don't buy this. Like, you know, now he's got this sort of change of heart that isn't brought about by anything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and Pena is the same. He just gives me nothing. You know, he references that they're this tight unit and they're together forever. And like, this is my, you know, these are my guys. And he's holding his hands, you know, in that first scene, he's holding the hand of, of the, of the dead gunner and stuff. You're thinking, okay, well, he's maybe the sensitive heart, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he is the, that guy, but he's not, nobody is. 
no. you know, and I, I found that to be uh, just not really, I didn't buy it, like I said. And then to your point, they just say the words. We've been together for a long time. No team's been as long as we have. You know, we're connected, to, you know, with, with Africa, you know, yada, yada. But they seemingly hate each other at every turn, you know, every opportunity. There's so much infighting and kind of bullshit back and forth. And I think about the dinner scene. And that's just, like, terrible. Mm-hmm. You we'll know, in terms of... Yeah, 100%. But I just mean in general, like just in terms of like, there's no camaraderie there. Like it doesn't feel like there's any real bonding. And so you go through the journey with these guys. You just sort of don't, I I didn't feel like these guys were a tight unit trying to take on the Germans in World War II. They just happened to be a bunch of one note characters put together in a tank. And that sort of, again, left me feeling a little cold by the end thinking, well, if, if, if I don't buy that you're a unit or, a, you know, that you care about each other, then when things happen and you're asking or you're expecting me to, sh- you know, believe that you care about him now in this scene, it just doesn't doesn't work for me. And that was a real challenge for me. I think I, I see what it tries to do or it was trying to do in a lot of scenes. I think what it, mistake it did make, it tried to put a lot into that scene that, that you mentioned where they're having breakfast. Mm-hmm. it's almost like they try to condense all these things into that one scene where I'd rather see all these characters gradually along the way, like saving private. Again, I'm not comparing this to saving private Ryan, but how we get to know the characters sort of now that's a three hour movie. So you have time to kind of get to know, um, you know, uh, Burns, character and, uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah. Uh, Anyways, it doesn't really matter. We're not talking sure. about these, all those characters. Yeah, but I find that, that it's actually, to continue your point, but I think you're right to actually compare the two because I think structurally they're, they're trying to do similar things. Mm-hmm. True. And I just, I wish they had just kind of spent some more time. As you say, I think it is, a little bit is the acting is that they're saying the lines. Well, if I'm not believing you, is that the actor? Or is it really that bad of a script? And I think it's really a combination of the two. I do think Michael Pena was a bit of a, the weak link uh, when it comes to performances. I think Logan Lerman mm-hmm. uh, actually did a pretty good job. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll give him a little bit uh, more of a free pass because I liked him in, in the movie watch, but I think uh, I was pretty impressed with, I was disappointed in, in Brad Pitt. Shia, I, again, I like Shia. I think we, I wish we would have, I agree with you. I like him as an actor. I think when the guys are a little bit crazy in real life, I find sometimes you can, get better performances out of it and that's kind of the bit of the trade-off uh, yeah just look at it we there's a number of, of examples right of people just getting really into the role but they're a little cuckoo sure. right they're a little bit different a little eccentric and or you know different we'll say yeah so i thought that could have been a better character i like aspects of them and, and but you're right like they hated each other at some point i i wanted time to you know for them all to make that connection yeah. I say, yes, we've been with each other for a while. We have these inside jokes and I need it longer. I needed that ride to be longer before the scene where they just completely just hate each other. And there's some good things I can take out of that scene, the breakfast scene. Sure. But it's, I, I almost like don't look forward to it when I've watched yeah. it three times. The second time, I'm not really looking forward to the scene, but you know, there is value in the scene. That's the problem with this movie is there's all these scenes that have value. It's mm-hmm. just not executed well, or it's just forced on you. And I, I've said this before. There's certain scenes, like, it's just such a trope. It's just like, okay, well, this is what happens. After that breakfast scene, then those people get blown up, and that's that's war. I mean, what are the odds of that? And just, I don't, yeah. you know, it's just like they're forcing the situation on us. And it happens, how many times has that happened? Uh, it's clearly that Logan Lerman's character, Norman, is very inexperienced. That's yeah. clear. And he hesitates and doesn't shoot the kid, and somebody beca- dies of it. He's on, you know, that's again. It's just like, of course. I mean, that's, yeah. of course that will happen. So I find this happens a lot in this movie, and it just really stood out to me this time around. And uh, the firing squad really force him, Logan, to his character to shoot the guy, and it's, I don't know. It just seems too so obvious. These are obvious choices they make uh, from a story perspective, and just didn't let it kind of grow naturally organic and just kind of okay this is what we're doing here to show this this is what we're doing here to show this and it does show a lot of the crap what war is and does to people there are moments where it shines where yeah this is war and this is this is bad 
but they're so few and far between and just short lived that it's just not enough for you to invest in, in a lot here, unfortunately. And that's what uh, leaves me kind of wanting more throughout the whole movie. And it, and it just doesn't give me that payoff though. Again, the end scene, I, I don't hate it. Like you, you said you didn't really like the, the last um, 20 minutes. Uh, I didn't hate it, but uh, certainly was disappointing, but it was nice to see Jason Isaacs. Let's be honest about that. Sure. Everybody, uh, everybody needs a little more Isaacs in their life. I think uh, I agree. Like, you know, this movie isn't short either. Right. Which is interesting. Right. Like, so there was time as far as I'm concerned to, to give you like, you know, like you're saying to give us as an audience more time, better relationship building, let's say, you know, better structure of the sequence, better, you know, make it a little tighter, make it, you know, whatever the case but you know, the movie's uh, just about two twenty, two fifteen. You know, so there's yeah. time. There's time when you know you're spending almost forty five minutes in this breakfast scene. You know, forty minutes in this breakfast scene, nearly by the time it's you know all over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then your last sort of hurrah, as it were, is over thirty minutes. You know, um, those things can be trimmed. You know, I think that there there are opportunities there for sure. Um, and I don't mind a trope. I mean, I'll, I'll accept a trope if it's, if there's something, if there can be something unique in it, you know, like every movie, you know, has a certain structure to a certain extent you can kind of expect. And if you see the gun in act one, you'll probably have it shoot in act three, right? Like that's the, that's the, the Chekhov's gun theory. Like that's just set up some payoffs. That's just a movie, right? Like you have a certain language that comes with filmmaking that, is something that as an audience, we consciously or unconsciously kind of just commit to. So I don't know that the, that I have too much trouble with the, the beats, as you said. Uh, in fact, I actually, one of the scenes that I liked was the, the, the uh, and not a lot, but liked a little bit was the, was that sort of firing uh, the, you know, forcing the kid to, uh, to fire the gun. You know, I actually didn't mind that in the context but there was a little bit of like, I've seen all of this before. You know, there wasn't anything that really stood out as being unique or special about this movie, even if throughout, I'm like, well, that's a pretty good scene. Or that shot really well. Or I like the way that that's executed. Or that performance is all right. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't happen a lot in this movie, mind you, because again, I don't know that it really delivered on any of those things specifically. But I didn't find myself, as I said, I wanted to like it. You know, it was a, a movie that as it was unfolding, I was like, I wish this was doing something interesting, but I found it just wasn't doing anything interesting. And this again, going back to, and, and not that we need to spend any more time on it, but unbreakable where it's like, well, at least what's happening seemed interesting to an extent, you know, um, or you're taking elements and sort of doing something different with them, or even just taking Bruce Willis and doing something different with him as a, as an actor, you know, like, okay, we'll make him downtrodden and not the, the 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 cockiest guy in the room which is sort of his character as he plays you know uh whether he you know on purpose or not that's sort of how he kind of comes across and mm-hmm. you know playing Pitt in his sort of smoldering looks and there's a lot of those kinds of shots you know of him just kind of looking out at the distance or those sort of blue eyes and whatnot um there's elements of like okay uh, i get it you know like you're warrant horn to a certain extent but I find some of the decisions by the end, it just sort of belies his behavior at the beginning, you know, it's sort of like, well, this is a weird choice to make, uh, despite what the movie we've kind of watched going into it. And uh, the, rev- the reveal of his back, you know, again, we won't necessarily, we can sort of set up that scene and we'll talk about it specifically, but the, the sort of payoff of his back when they're in the house is just sort of like, it's just a thing, you know, it doesn't mean anything because it's just floating in the air. Um, and I think there's a lot of that in this movie where things just sort of happen or are said and they just dangle because there's nothing there to prop it up or to carry it forward. It just sort of sits and lingers. We've fought the Germans in Africa, period. You know, like there's nothing, there's no, oh, well, tell me about what happened after that. You know, like it just isn't any of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think any, any, I don't think the performances really were the problem uh, again, Michael Pena doesn't stand out to me as a particularly good actor. Um, you know, some of the faces in this movie, it's nice to see them. They kind of stick out like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. But nothing that like, no performance really staggers, you know, uh, just a, a couple of faces I like to see. And, and like Shia is, is a bit like that where, 
oh, hey, it's you. And you're looking, you know, with your stash and your hair all kind of combed over and your Bible. And I can kind of get your character. But he doesn't have any meat. You know, there's no that there's none of that scene, yeah. you know, that really kind of hooks you. And I found this movie is missing a lot of those hooks. Yeah. And the, and when John Berthold, he has that moment where he's apologizing to to Logan's character. And I'm like, that's an opportunity. And I think it's an, an opportunity missed. I think mean, yeah. it was just a. I don't know why you're apologizing. Oh, you're a good man. And just the timing was weird. And it was just all of a sudden it was just happening. And like, where am I? Okay. Yeah. That just happened. Okay. And it wasn't really, <laughs> it didn't move me. Um, I think one of the reasons why you like sort of, sort of like that scene where Logan's kind of forced to shoot the guy is because he's that two minute performance is like, okay. Like, especially him being the youngest, I think yeah. he's the most probably easiest to connect to. Oh, for for us, um, you know, we're not that young, but we're young sure. to war, right? And we're, we're inexperienced yeah. to that, so not really age, but uh, and I can you can feel that a little bit. It's like, yeah, I I would have that issue too. Like, I don't want to kill anybody, like you know. And I'm like, I can feel that. And his performance, you know, uh, was good. So that's a moment we're okay. And that's what the movie needed a lot, lot more of was those moments. Um, and even that moment wasn't amazing. But if you take that moment and have like seven or eight of them, then you have yourself a yeah. pretty decent movie. Right. I agree. You, you have maybe one or two scenes that really emotionally drives it home. And that's not there. Uh, again, showing Don Collier, Dan Collier, Don, who knows his name is uh, showing Brad Pitt's back. Like, okay, I get your, what you're trying to do. What you're, 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 you're again, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, just forcing things on you. Okay. Now, okay. That's all right. And I don't, I don't, not a big fan. I like to get there. Uh, uh, I don't know exactly how I want to get there to the story, but I don't want to just hear it. There it is. Okay. Well, he, okay. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah. Or actually give me the story. You know, if that's, if you're going to go that way, then actually take me that way because you're not, yeah. it, it's like you're setting up this thing, but you're not giving me the breadcrumbs to follow my own ideas. You know, you're yeah. like, you're talking about like connecting dots or filling in blanks. You're not even giving me that. So it's like, pick one. You know, if you want to tell me the story, then tell me the story. But I find this movie does, it sort of just says the thing. And there's no direction for us to go as an audience. And there's no direction for the movie to go because it, it, it changes direction. And so it just ends up being, well, then I don't care. You know, like, I, I'm not interested in following the breadcrumbs, as it were, because there aren't any. And it doesn't seem to matter anyway in relationship to the movie or the character. So I'm just going to save the hassle and I'll just move on to the next thing. You know, that scene with his back is supposed to be something and it, it doesn't seem to be anything. And I think similarly, I felt when Barenthal's having that moment, I thought the same thing. Why is this happening? It's oddly placed. It doesn't seem to make sense within the context of the movie. And it is unearned. Like, uh, uh, Logan hasn't done anything. Norman hasn't done anything in my view to earn that moment. You know, it's not like he stood up for something or defied some order for the better good of something, you know, or even saved his life. You know, we talk like in Memphis bell and stuff, right. There's like, Oh, you're my best friend now because you, what, why, you know, like, you know, there's this sort of, we just assume that, that, uh, that they, you know, got back together on some level or what have you. And I just, I don't understand why this movie chose to do that because it, it didn't give us any reason why it was happening. And in terms of your, your, the, the scene with Logan and the shooting and stuff, I just think that there's room in that sequence is like you said, it's, it's one of the few in the movie that has a real sort of resonance, you know, and it is cliche, right. That you put in the new guy. And we, you know, we talked about private Ryan as well, not on the, the podcast, but uh you know, that's the that's the role of uh, Jeremy Davies. You know, he's the sort of guy that is just there, uh, you know, a pacifist on some level, you know, and the war is going to break him. And that's kind of the, that sort of general what Norman is sort of trying to do or that's his trope, you know, that they sort of assign him. And while I don't think that um, I think that, you know, he's trying to bring more to it. And in that, that sequence where, you know, he's getting slapped around and there's this sort of like, well, then just kill me. You know, like there's that, that, uh, that's a place where I didn't expect this, the thing to go. 
you know, which was, which was if, if it's him or me in this moment, as you're berating me in front of everybody, then fuck it. Just, just do me, you know? And I thought that was a, a place that I didn't expect it to go a line. I didn't expect to hear. And in, a, in, a, in an emotion or a performance that though didn't move me necessarily, I at least appreciated that it was something that's happening. And it was pretty early in the morning in the movie and it didn't seem to get better from there. You know, I was sort of like, okay, well I've now been watching the movie for maybe half hour, 20, 20 ish minutes. This is the first time I've been connected to anything. And it was so, it just evaporated so quickly, you know, mm-hmm. and it would all just seemed like a big blur from him forgetting or not forgetting, but not shooting the guy to not having the gun loaded. He just started. It's frankly, I would say, Pena's and Barenthal's fault for not loading the fucking gun mm-hmm. for him, right? He's a typist. He said at the beginning, like he's just not, yeah. you know, he's been here six weeks. He's never been this role. And so to me, it's like, these guys are gunners. These guys are, you know, been around for 10 years, load the damn gun before the kid gets even behind it. And instead he's got action in front of him and he can't fight, fire the gun. I think that's just, you need it to happen for a story, but I don't think that that would happen in kind of real life. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. We've seen that kind of scene before. It's a new guy. Nobody really wants to help him out, and he's got. And then yeah. eventually, he comes around on his own. Yeah, seen it, done it. I mean, this this movie gives you an appetizing menu to look at, and you're looking at the menu, <laughs> right? Yep. And then sure. next thing you know, you're full. You don't know how you're full, and you don't really. It's not sitting great either, and you might have to make a movement. <laughs> I'm not enjoying the meal, Phil. Is what the <laughs> issue, issue is. I like. I like war movies. I like Brad Pitt. I like Shia. I like the characters. I like tanks. I love tanks. Big fan of tanks. So there's things to like. And then, but it doesn't really, you know, and then I don't know. It just doesn't, I'm not enjoying the meal on this one, Phil. And it just uh, leaves me feeling kind of gross. Uh, it's a little bit harsh, yeah. but I think it's a miss. Just, it just misses uh, execution in a lot of places. And I know we've talked a lot of negative things and we will get to the positive stuff in the last three minutes. But because there, there is things to like. So let's just be clear to those those listeners that it's not a terrible movie. I just yeah. think it could have been a lot better. And, I, and I, it bothers me and it bugs me that it's a, a missed opportunity, uh, unfortunately. And again, I can't make films. I can't write. I can't do any of these things. But as a watcher, as a spectator, you know, I, I pay for these things. I want something better. OK, I want a better yeah. product. Um, but again, the yeah. movies are, uh, you know, the vision of the director and, and the writer, these are a lot harder to do uh, than it looks, right? So it's I, have no, I, I, have no, I have no doubt that this is certainly an ambitious movie. You know, I think it wants to do a lot of things. I think my problem is that it doesn't really want to say anything or doesn't appear to want to say anything. Mm-hmm. And, and for, I think, genre movies like this and movies in general, again, I, I'd like them to have a voice. Personally, that's just a preference. You know, not everything has to be that. I watched, you know, UHF for God's sake. So there's obviously <laughs> not a, a prerequisite to have a message of any kind, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that this movie was just sort of empty and a little hollow. And there, again, we talked like there isn't anything specifically wrong. I, there are things about this movie that I actually like. As I said, I, I like the generally the performances are fine. It's the characters I don't like, you know, like or it's the characters I'm not connecting to. But the performances... Uh, for what they're presenting, you know what I mean? Like that delivers, right? Barenthal as an actor, as a character means nothing to me at all. But like as a performer, he's playing the twitchy, you know, he's, he's going, he's going for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Shia, uh, I think again, has as quiet as that role is, I think he's doing well with it. My problem is that that character has nothing to say, you know? And, you know, Norman, I think is probably supposed to be, like we talked about, like our, as the audience, like our entree into the movie, you know, he's our eyes, he's our heart. Um, And I don't know that he's given enough to really connect on that. And what he is given is so paper thin, you know, that scene. And and we can obviously spend a little bit of time on it. Now we may as well talk about the, that breakfast scene, Mm -hmm. which kind of comes again, like 40 or so minutes into the movie. Um, and I find it is interesting to me only in the, in the execution that they expect as an audience 
this scene, this quiet scene, and 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 1917 kind of did the same, right? And I, I think there's this like they have a couple of battle sequences leading into that, and they're okay. Like again, shot well. I, I don't particularly have a penchant for tanks, but mm-hmm. in this movie, I thought it's they're shot great. You know what I mean? Like they make those things look pretty awesome. I think there's a little too many shots of like fury written on the uh, on the gunner. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of those kind of like hero shots. I call them. You know. Um, but generally speaking, like they look great in this movie. You know, everything they're doing with them is 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 beautiful to watch. But that scene, they go for breakfast, and it, it's like Pitt taking this moment, you know, and it's like supposed to be this 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 moment of quiet uh, for the audience. I think you know to kind of sit with what they've just seen. Except we haven't seen anything really meaningful. And then we're supposed to believe that these the Norman and this girl that basically Pitt says go fuck her, <laughs> you know. Um, make some sort of connection, this lifelong connection. And they, and they, and they kill her right after, you know, like, so again, that's the moment we're supposed to feel something, but there is nothing to feel because we weren't giving and given enough to do it. And I don't really buy that. Norman is all that broken up about it because he just met her half an hour ago. And maybe you lose your for you know, virginity, so forth. But, you know, I, I don't, wouldn't get that upset of my first <laughs> My first girlfriend got blown up in a. All right, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I'm, I'm yeah, I'd be okay with that, but um, <laughs> we're not advocating. I'm not saying. <laughs> but I think the movie is just the, the characters are cliched. Um, the, some of the story arcs are just cliched, and I'm not a big fan of cliche. You know, I don't mind a little cliche, but uh, it's sure. it's they're all every character in this is cliched. Uh, yeah, all well, I find yeah. like. The next sequence, like in that same apartment scene, right? Like they have this quiet moment. We're supposed to believe that Pitt now he's shaving, he's washing himself. It's a nice excuse to get, you know, the sexiest man alive to take off his shirt and shave and, you know, make himself look pretty. Have those kind of, again, those hero shots. Um, But this is the scene that to me just like kicks the the dirt in the face of we're this tight unit. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, he has this moment, Pitt's trying to calm down. He's having breakfast, you know, and he's, you know, had this moment. I don't know how he knows all of the things that he knows just by seeing some woman in the, in the window, you know, like I'll follow me. I'll take care of this. But they, they have <laughs> breakfast and you sort of think like, okay, well, this is a quiet moment showing the humanity of, of, yeah. of at least, you know, of, of, you know, here it is. And it's interrupted by animals yeah. played as animals treating people like dirt. And I just think, and fucking with each other so much that it ruins Pitt's dinner. It ruins Logan's dinner or lunch, whatever. It, it ruins the entire afternoon, like the entire day. And mm-hmm. I think if you have any respect for Brad Pitt's character, which they assume, we assume that they all do, what is the choice to destroy him in that moment? You know, to push him so far over the edge and licking eggs and so forth. Again, we're the audience. These are our people. These are who we're following. And those are not endearing qualities. They're despicable people. And again, I could get into a despicable person if there's some some weight to it. And in this movie, they're just coming in, being monsters, telling that story about the horse, just destroying, you know, that's, I think, again, another attempt to get us as an audience to feel something like, oh, gosh, that's a harrowing story, such a sad story, a broken story of, you know, maybe Pitt's a monster, too. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't serve any purpose to the story and it doesn't make them any tighter and it doesn't do anything uh, to for- further the story or the characters. Because we already knew that these guys were kind of animals and it actually breaks the one thing we did think, which was these guys are tight. Mm-hmm. 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 So I left the scene going like, what a waste of time. And then to blow her up afterwards as a false sense of like, emotional manipulation i just thought well this is an entire waste of time this is like literally 40 minutes of a movie that means absolutely nothing by the end of it and i couldn't believe that personally i don't know what your thoughts were you know before during and after that scene but i thought here's the trope of the downtime and here's a shitty scene and afterwards looking back going like this is totally unnecessary and to the point where i actually hated that scene by the end of it like i really just was like this doesn't need to happen ever yeah well, one word, alcohol. That's the World War II uh, JKLOL, I thought. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm just drunk. I'm, 
Just, yeah, just forget about it. I'm going to destroy everything yeah, about you. But like, yeah. JK, LOL, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, one thing this movie tries to do throughout and, and does have some successes doing it and shows you what war does to someone. But I didn't want it all condensed into five, ten minutes. That's not yeah. what I was looking for. I want to see that gradual change in people because that's yeah. what can allow for great performances. And even Logan Lerman, you know, he, at the beginning, he doesn't want to shoot anybody. These are just innocent kids. And yeah. in the end, he's like, you know, yelling, kill the Nazis. Like, he's just like, yeah. this happened in an hour and a half. And it just went there too fast. All right. We didn't, the, the ride to get there wasn't uh, fulfilling for us. And now it just doesn't make sense and feels out of place. So uh, it just, we, we rushed too far to get to some places and, and then it's too condensed in other places. And there's scenes about that or parts about that scene of what, or at least what they're trying to do. That's good. Showing the, the, the what war can do to people, especially after alcohol and, uh, you know, you have a few drinks and you're going to share some stories and things like that. And I like what they were trying to do there. I just, it made me, I guess it was supposed to, but made me uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, I do like the fact that Brad Pitt's character ate the eggs anyways, and was just yeah. trying to, to ignore them and just enjoy himself anyways. So I did like what, again, I said, this is like a broken record. I like what they were trying to do. Yeah, it just didn't quite hit for me, and then then just to have it blow up afterwards. Okay, well, what was that all about? And I just I've just felt like I want to kind of grow with these guys. I want to feel like where they're coming from, and 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 they're, and how they change and how war changes. But it just it's shoved down your throat in certain scenes, and they're just one lines here and one one line there. Like and cliched lines. These are cliched characters, so you're going to get the cliched lines. And it's just yeah. like, well, you're just cheating at this point. You're not. You're just. You're not giving me what an audience really needs. And you know, I'm looking. This movie did pretty good for reviews. I'm kind of surprised. I was just going to look it up. Wow, this is probably a, definitely a six. You know, uh-huh. uh, it actually got pretty good reviews, and some people really liked it. Obviously, some people are kind of sharing the same kind of thoughts that, that we are towards the movie, but. Uh, I don't know. It's just that scene in, in, in general, just, I don't know. I don't look forward to it. And then I watch it and I'm like, I like parts of it. And then I'm left with, okay, well, that's just silly. So yeah, that's the only thing, literally, as we're talking, I was like, the only thing that maybe that story has a point or the only point of that story is to sort of remind Brad Pitt, maybe like his character that you're not a human, you're an animal like us, mm-hmm. but I don't think, you know, like basically telling that story to say, this is who we, this, we know this is who you are, that you destroy horses and so forth, except the first scene of the movie is releasing a horse. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, is that like some sort of, he's grown, he's mended his way. Like, you know, like, I just think like, is that some sort of motif that we're supposed to catch up on? Like mm-hmm. this white horse, you know, kind of going, he stabs the guy, you know, and like releases the horse in the wild. Like, and that story is bel- is belying that, you know, it's again, why, what does it matter? That story is only maybe there as, like I said, a reminder, like, you know, you did that, you're an animal too, and don't think you're not, but I don't, there's no context for that as a, in the terms of what the movie we're watching, you know, so it doesn't hit a nerve. It doesn't show any, you know, it doesn't give us any, doesn't pack any punches, you know, I also found it, you know, uh, we talked a little bit about the battle sequences. I find, it's difficult. I, you know, again, I thought the, 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 the scenes of battle, I thought were really well executed. Um, mm-hmm. I found it interesting to, to sort of watch um, the idea of these, like, like chasing a, a tank, chasing another tank. Cause in my mind, I'm like, these things are like a crawl, you know, to some extent, <laughs> like, you know, and so the, the sort of like the energy of like hard left and go and, you know, like all of this sort of, intensity that i get you know obviously it is there and i'm not i'm not doubting the 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 you know the message of that but watching it on screen just sort of like this very slow left turn to try and you know get behind the guy or whatever else i thought was it was almost comical just in context you know just like hard go hard, you know and you're like you know very yeah. slow like, how do you make a take, fight, take fight interesting that's a, that's certainly a task. Yeah. I mean, overall, considering what they had to work with, you know, tanks yeah. aren't don't cool the fastest, but I find, I mean, in this movie, there really is, I mean, 
when you think about movies, certain movies you watch, it's like, oh, there's like 20, 30 scenes. There's, I feel like this movie is only like five scenes. It's <laughs> certainly five that you can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's like very small ones, but there's really five main scenes to yeah. it, really, give or take. And they just don't do enough in those scenes, especially the ones outside. And even though the, the, the action scenes, you have the, the guy's head getting completely blown off off of his body. And that's just, yeah. okay, well, that's okay. Every That's what more <laughs> movies do now, right? They, oh, this, this make a really cool death and body parts have to be, you have to be dismembered. And yeah, uh, you, have, you have, to have to have a decapitation and a rotting body. And some, some do it well, some don't, like Heart's War. Like just seeing that whole ditch in the snow of all those dead bodies. Like that, that's okay. I'm feeling this is the war. That's just gross. Like, I don't know. I don't, I've never been a fan of gore. Yeah. Which I mean, and I love war movies. Uh, yeah. I just, even I find saving private private Ryan isn't really, I mean, sure. The first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I think is, but you can't avoid that for what the situation is. I don't really think you can. Uh, it could have been a lot worse. They could have shown a lot more, but mm-hmm. the rest of the movie, I mean, they don't make a point of it. It happens, but they don't like, oh, look at this. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I, I shouldn't necessarily see that. The, the part where the, uh, the, I forget what weapon it was, but with the, the giant bullets and they're trying to put the sticky bomb onto the tank. Yes. And wow, that's, whew, yikes. And, but anyways, uh, going off here, but I mean, I don't need the gore in war movies. I just want a good story. I want character development. And I think that's why I love so much Band of Brothers. Sure. Because it gives you hours upon hours, right? You doesn't have to do it within an hour and a half, two hours, and you—that's just a great ride. And I think that's one of the best series I've watched, not just as a war, uh, like mm-hmm. war material, but just in general uh, movie. I, I just really like what they did with it. But this movie I, just doesn't do it for me when it comes to connecting. Sure, these characters. I think you know. I personally love the gore. I think it's. I think it's personally. I think it's a. I, I like gore in general, right? Like I said, the slasher movies are, are kind of my bread and butter. Growing up and stuff like that, so it doesn't bother me. I have no. I have no uh, emotional like uh, reticence to it. Mm-hmm. My problem with this movie and the way it handles it is that it doesn't seem. I would rather it be evocative of something. You know, if you're going to have the head come off, or you're going to have the legs get blown off or any of the sort of more visceral moments, I would like it to have some meaning whatsoever, you know, something, a reason for that depiction. You know, we have a, a flash of a, of, a, of, a, of a scene, you know, flash of a section or of a shot of like the, the plow, you know, pushing all the dead bodies down, right? That's a quick cut. Like it's, it, it makes, it's like zero relevance to the scene. And maybe it is to say as an audience, oh, well, we see this all before, so we don't need to dwell on it. But things I liked about 1917 as an example, and also Hearts War, was like those moments, there's at least time to process what that means. And I found this movie, you know, heads are getting blown off, but it doesn't seem to matter, not only in the, in the context of the movie, but in terms of the characters, in terms of anything. You know, it's just sort of there for Flash. And I think as a result, it sort of fails in that depiction i'm all for it if you want it you know again show me the guys getting head you know head getting blown off or whatever but i also want to just like have a moment to set with that you know or have uh, there's a a comment or have you know somebody in that scene kind of reference it or have it mean something you know and none of that happens uh i want to do spend a little bit of time just on that ending that last sequence the sort of hail mary pass um again from a filmmaking perspective shot beautifully i thought you know just good looking you know just a good looking Mm -hmm. scene but if his mission and maybe it is you know that that he knew it was going to go down anyway but his mission he says earlier on like my job is to keep this team safe this is what he tells logan uh after failing to shoot right my job is to keep these guys safe and you're fucking that up if you get told that there's 300 plus german Mm -hmm. soldiers you're out uh, you're not keeping them alive by saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold this, this crossroad." Like it just doesn't make any sense to me on that level. And with the amount of munitions, and he's like, "Go ahead," like the manipulation of like, "No, I'll be fine. You guys go." Like, of course they're not gonna go. And I just think like the entire setup of that scene 
is sort of its foundation is sand. Like, I just think it's kind of bullshit. And then it's like a half an hour of the most like artfully shot, but bizarrely executed battle sequence. And in the end, as we said, just none of it kind of means anything. In my view, that was my feeling. Like, I, I think the movie wants us to be emotional when these characters meet their demise. And I didn't really feel it. Uh, during the movie did you feel the first time or any of the times that when it gets to that moment is anybody dying that do you feel a loss you know did you feel any emotional connection um, to in the moment i thought that i thought two things i thought that the deaths were were good i thought they were well done like for okay. what they were like what sure. what their choices were to get these guys if that if the script is already written and these guys are yeah. dying and you can't change that then it, then that's a job well done in my opinion okay but to your point is you're right. Like, and why is Brad put putting these? I mean, I think of what it's trying to do is like, Hey, we were all once a team. We got along and then we kind of fell off the rails. Cause that's what war does. And we hate each other, but we still have that kind of connection that we don't see from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Then what it wants to do is like, okay, now we're, now we're a team again. And we're all going to go down together. That concept yeah. has been done at ample times. Sometimes sure. wonderfully, sometimes not so much. Yeah. But this time, because we never really felt that camaraderie, I can never say camaraderie, camaraderie, camaraderie. Right? Yeah. Yep. Because you never really connected to it. It's like, okay, well, you guys are idiots if you're staying. Uh, yeah. Like, well, why would you, you know, and again, why are you staying at all? Like, why don't you just all get out and walk back or yeah. go somewhere, hide, yeah. do something, you know? Exactly. Like standing there until your ultimate demise is beautifully shot. <laughs> Thanks for the the, the, the scenes, and I, yeah. I don't mind the um, Logan surviving and kind of. I I don't mind that. I don't mind where. Again, it's just so obvious. It's so cliche where he didn't want to shoot the guy in the beginning. He mm -hmm. didn't, and someone died because of it. And now someone lets him live, right? It's, it's so some stupid. young guy. It's it's so predictable. It's so cliche. Oh. It's so you know, and like. And that's what this movie suffers from is all of yeah. that. And again, there's good ideas here. Uh, there's some good execution. Uh, actually, no, actually, I've been dissing the execution all the way through. Some good <laughs> scenes, like just direction, but lacking yeah. from a lot of uh, missing a lot of the meat on the menu. Unfortunately, we got a little bit of the appetizers, and we should, you know, we're full. We're done. But no, I uh, uh, I really like the sniper. I loved. Uh, Frankly, the sequence of the sort of reveal that this sort of sniper is kind of just crawling amidst the yeah. smoke and the fog and good. stuff. I thought that and just the yes. quiet of the shot and the reload. I thought those shots very effective, even if I didn't care what they were doing. I thought just that's a that's a good way to execute. I hated, 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 hated the fact that this kid lives. I think mm -hmm. it's bullshit. I think it it ruined <laughs> to me. It just that was that was it. Like I was just like, I'm already kind of hanging on by a thread with this movie. And you're going to put them underneath. Let it be that, right? I would buy that. I, I, however uh, inconceivable it might be, I would buy it. That he buried himself and like wakes up the next morning and it's fine. Except, no, he's got to be found out like a minute later. And through the grace of just some nice guy. Like, I just think it's so contrived. It's such crap that it was just like, this guy doesn't deserve to live. None of these guys deserve to live for the decisions that they've made. And the, and the, the fact they had 300 plus Right, like these four guys or five guys couldn't do it, shouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. I think it's just kind of crap, and it calls it out immediately. And I just was like, I'm out. I I, I cannot recommend this movie based on that alone. Almost mm -hmm. right, you've given me yeah. nothing up until that point. He's the one character I thought, okay, well, he's there, he's something. And the fact that he just lives is ridiculous, and I don't think it would happen, and it just ruined the movie for me. So it's not going <laughs> on my shelf. I don't. Uh, I got no use for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, um, I was very frustrated by this movie by the end of it. I'm try. I, I've watched it a couple of times because I'm trying to like it. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I, there's some really good reviews about it, and I, and and each time I try to like it, and I, the same things come up. And not only do the same things come up, is I, I like them even less. Sure, uh, the stand up more, and the things I like about it don't get better with age. They're still good, but they're not getting any better. So it's going to stay on my shelf. But the intervals between when I watch it will get further and further apart. Uh, Philip, thanks for watching. What do you have for us next week, good sir? Well, we're sitting here in December, 
which means no. it's uh, it's time for a holiday movie, my friend. <laughs> and uh, I had a couple on my list. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to both of them. But for sure, I thought we'd stick with uh, Bill Murray. And uh, I, I warned of it when we did our Ghostbusters episode. It's happening. Uh, we're going to do Scrooged. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Haven't seen it. Everyone knows how much oh. I like Bill Murray. So it should be fun. Beautiful. We'll talk then. Bye, guys. Good, Good night.